Hey everyone, welcome along to another episode of Championship Trail. I'm joined by Jerry and Phil as always, where we're going to talk about the midweek games and uh, some of the things that came up midweek. I think Sheffield Wednesday got a new manager in Darren Moore, Mick McCarthy, as uh, Jerry let us know last night, got uh, got his uh, contract with Cardiff. They decided to tie him down so the wheels could fall off of Cardiff soon. But uh, we'll start there, I suppose, with the game Tuesday night. Uh, his last one in his six-month deal before he signed the new deal. Uh, 4-0 Cardiff win over Derby. Um, same issue for Derby. I think they had like 72, 73% of the possession. Did absolutely nothing with it yeah. in the final third. Uh, Bakuna gave Cardiff the lead. Then Moore headed home from a corner. Then Bakuna again. And then Vaults with a pretty good fourth goal. And uh, yeah, I mean, McCarthy made two changes. He, um, or did he make more than two changes before this anyway? He took out um, Harry Wilson, he took out Murphy, and he replaced them with Ojo and Bakuna. Bakuna got two goals, Ojo set up one. Uh, Derby, though, left out night, Kazim Richards and Maghorn. And uh, I know Cardiff just took their opportunities. And Derby created very little with their possession. But McCarthy, 10 games, 24 points out of 30 from those 10 games. Fans must be delighted that he's staying. Yeah, yeah. He's um he's setting out that team beautifully. I think um Harry Wilson might be injured. I know he wasn't in the squad, or maybe he's just resting him. But Ojo coming in, I know we spoke about that last show. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, live wired on the wing. Um, but yeah, like Cardiff set out so nice, Steve. They really do set out well. Like you know what I mean? Like Kiefer Moore up front. Um, do you know what I mean? He's he's a great player. Like you know, Flint in the back, Nelson and Morrison. You know, a good uh, good trio there, and obviously Phillips on goal is steady. So they kind of look good, you know what I mean? We always say when, when a manager signs a new contract um, or a contract that, you know what I mean, they, they normally kind of want a bad run. So hopefully, uh, Mick McCarthy can take that window to the corp, you know, and prove us wrong. Yeah, I like it if I lose now at the weekend. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. Um, but a 4 0 win when you only have about 27, 28% of the ball, that, that's some going. That, that's efficiency in your attacks. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's good depth in the squad, you know. And Derby are good. Derby are on a good run, like, you know what I mean? But I suppose, look, teams are getting tired, you know. Derby have been really fighting ahead these last couple of months. They've been getting wins. Obviously, it's going to take its toll. But when Cardiff can win a game like that 4-0, you know, with, with less percent of the game, like, it, it's, it's, yeah, they look very good. I suppose the main thing for them is that they need to stay up Derby. So I think they are going to stay up. Yeah, I, I, they probably will. But again, it's if you look at the changes, if you look at who, like you said, they took, he took Wilson out, he took Murphy out. Plus, again, he probably has to give them a rest. They can't play every game when they're playing twice a week. But he brings in Ojo, who sets up a goal. He brings in Bakuna, who scores two. In the meantime, Derby take out Knight, Kazim Richards and Waghorn, and they create very little. Yeah, it's it's mental. Like, and it'd be interesting to see what actually happens there now when the season's finished. Like, not, like obviously, there's going to be a start there for next season, you know, but these players only had a week or two off, you know what I mean? They had no real kind of um, kind of downtime, you know, through pre-season. They were kind of, with the whole COVID and the season being rushed. Like these boys, I think the championship boys only had a week and a half off, like, you know what I mean? They were back into it again. So, you know what I mean? They're um, to be playing twice a week, three times a week sometimes, you know, it's it's it's, it's mental. But look, credit where it's due. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're doing very well. I suppose downside for Cardiff was Bennett, who was stretched off with looks like a pretty serious knee injury. And his season could be done. Yeah, never good, Mr. Knee. Never good. Never like you're never going to have um, a small knock on your knee. It's either ligament damage or it's a tear or you know it's something bad. But look, wait, he figured, fell. Yeah, yeah. 
like they're yeah, more active, they're, it wasn't really a tackle on him he just kind of fell over he did and when they're stretching you off and you're not walking off the pitch you know it's a it's a bad one yeah yeah hopefully he's alright yeah so you know there we go um, yeah good win for McCarthy and he deserves the contract definitely and uh, it's nice that they've given him a two year deal as opposed to just a one year deal as well Pretty good one. We move on so to um, Coventry, Middlesbrough. Uh, good news coming out of Coventry, I suppose, is that it looks like they're going to be going back to the Rico Arena next season. Yeah, you were for, saying that was yesterday. Yeah, that uh, they're going to ground share again with Wasps. Wasps actually sent out a nice tweet welcoming them home last night. Obviously, the EFL still has to approve all that. Yeah. But uh, assuming that happens, it'll be great for Coventry to actually be back playing games in Coventry again and great for the fans who should be able to be back in the stadiums next season. Yeah, it's it's going to make, like as you say, if Coventry can stay up, the fans deserve to, um, you know, the fans deserve to be back and see them play in the championship, you know. They're um, they're a big club and, you know, the fact that they lost their stadium and stuff and, you know, they were sharing a stadium, it's, it's, it's mental given, you know what I mean, how big Coventry are. But, as you say, lads, it's um, it's only encouraging. You know, I think the EFL will approve this straight away. And it was a nice little tweet, as you say, Steve. It was great to see it, you know what I mean? Because obviously there's a bit of banter there between the rugby lads and all that. Um, but no, it's encouraging. And as I said, they need that. The game itself then, midweek, what was that, Phil? No, I'm just delighted for them. Yeah, it's, it's great. But their game midweek didn't go so well. They lost 2-1 to Middlesbrough. Um, not a lot in the game, really. Coventry took a lead early on through a, a Jake and goal. Then Hammer, I think, had an effort that he just put wide that could have put them two up. Uh, Burrido took the lead, Hall with a goal. I think rebound fell to him and he tapped it in. And then Saville got the late winner with three minutes to go. Huge win for Burra as they chased promotion. And uh, Coventry will be disappointed because... They didn't really look themselves in the game, but they weren't really out of it. I, I don't know if you credit Borough for that because Coventry, we've seen them a lot this season, are great at like playing through midfield. And then when they have to going long a few times a game, they seem to go long every time in this one. And yeah. I don't know, is that down to Borough just closing the space in midfield to them and forcing them to do that? But they became very predictable. And I don't think they had a shot and target in the whole game. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, a good win for Borough because... The teams above them are continue to keep winning, and they're going to have to, if they want to chase down a playoff spot, they're going to really have to keep winning and going on a good run because they're the ones that are the most outside the run, really, of those teams chasing the spots. Yeah, like yeah, I suppose I'd I'd love to see Borough make the playoffs. Yeah, I suppose they they could have always been there. You know what I mean? Like you have Barnsley, as we say, and we'll come to that. That are creeping up, but like. Yeah. Just the whole Warnock factor, like you know what I mean? It'd be great for him at his age, you know what I mean, to be an iconic manager in both the Premier League and the Championship to get back into the Premier League because so I mean, you can imagine the post post match interviews with him and stuff. Like the man is just entertainment at itself. But yeah, they're still knocking on the door. I think they could be thereabouts, all right. I think Bournemouth or um are gonna go on a bit of a win streak though. I just have a feeling they're gonna kinda of nip up the table and we might see Red and drop out, you know. Yeah. 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 Very possible, yeah. Um, it is, it definitely is. And um, you know, Barnsley are on that charge. So who knows? Who knows what's going to end up happening there? Go on to a game then that was one of the scrappiest ones, as you'd probably expect. Two teams not in the best of form, Huddersfield against Birmingham. You kind of have uh, to it all in this one. Yeah, one all is what it ended up. Not a lot going on the first half. Sanchez twice went close in quick succession, and then Pip at the other end had an effort saved by Etheridge. Um, not a great second half either. 
um, Schofield and goal for Huddersfield, Halovic and Pedersen kind of had good efforts that he saved pretty well, especially I think the Pedersen one. He did well to, to tap around the post. And then Campbell gave Huddersfield the lead and they just defended then Huddersfield the corner very, very poorly and Roberts got the equaliser for Birmingham. Not an awful result for either side, really, because they need to just pick up points where they can. But it's 15 games, all competitions, now without a clean sheet for Huddersfield. And that's going to be somewhat worrying for them. Yeah. 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 Um, I suppose if it wasn't for Fraser Campbell scoring goals in the last couple of games, I mean, they, they'd probably be... Um, they being, you know, big, big trouble, you know what I mean? But they're, 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 I don't know, they were frustrating team to watch, you know what I mean? I think Phil was saying there a couple of weeks back. Like they beat Swansea 4 1 a few weeks ago. Yeah. 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 And they, they've, they've lost one, then drawn one since. So it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely one of those. And they're, they're not out of that relegation battle yet either, Huddersfield. Um, they can definitely be clawed back in. Obviously, Rotherham not in the, the greatest of form um, coming into the midweek games. But, you know, uh, they have those games in hand and they do something with those. They will claw Birmingham and Coventry and Huddersfield back to them. So, yeah, it's going to be um, it's going to be funny to see who goes down, you know. But well, to see a big team go down, I'm telling you, it's going to be a team that we're not going to expect. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? If it's Huddersfield or if it's Birmingham City, like, you know what I mean? There's going to be a big club in League One next year. That'll be sad to see Birmingham down there. Yeah, it's not we right. Birmingham, if you have Birmingham and Sheffield Wednesday down there, yeah, you know, big clubs, be uh, yeah, it'd be a sad thing, but again, you know, they've, they've got to pick up the wins. And uh, I think everyone would kind of love to see Rotherham escape out of there because they're a team that just don't have money to do much of anything, so to stay up would be amazing for them. No, it would be beautiful, as you say, you know, it's it's um, they still have the games in hand, and I know we're going to come to the result, but they had a good win yeah. as well, so. Be interesting to see what does happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, move on then to another team that are probably more frustrating than Huddersfield in some ways is Preston. Uh, they lost 2-1 away to Millwall. Yeah. Um, unbelievable because the fans, they had the good win and the fans were like, oh, we've turned the corner here. We won 3-0, whatever. Then they go out and play Millwall and they lose 2-1. Exactly. And that's the story of their season so far, really. It's like they win one and everyone thinks things are great. They might win another one and then they'll lose three in a row. Yeah, and it's it, it's just a mad season for them. And uh, I'm telling you, he's he's gone soon, and that's no disrespect, but like it's gone on too much. No, like it's if, if you see our red faces every week on, on on you know championship drill, it's due to Preston being you know what I mean so frustrating to watch. Okay. No, don't get me wrong, tactically they have set up well, they really have set up well, but like I think Alex Neal has to go. It's you know what I mean. It's no longer trying to defend them. No, like you know what I mean. It's it's not good enough. Yeah. Um, they took the lead in this one, a great goal by Evans, and this time a volley, I think it was. Um, did pretty, pretty well. It was very, very good, yeah. Really. Very good goal. Yeah. But other than that, they didn't really do a lot. They never looked like they were going to get in behind the Millwall's defence. And Millwall, on the other hand, every time they attacked, looked like they were going to score a goal. Yeah. Um, they got behind Preston so many times. Um, Malone and Bennett gave them the goals, and Bennett should have definitely scored another one, but didn't. Millwall probably deserved the win just because they definitely had the better chances. In this then it's really starting to kind of find form. Yeah. And that's, that's what they need. They need, if they can get a goal scorer in, someone who'll get them 15, 20 goals, Millwall can really push up the table next season because defensively, they're very, very solid. Yeah. yeah. Always. And I give a shout to Billy Mitchell as well there with Millwall. He's brilliant. Um, you know what I mean? Great player. So I, I kind of, 
spotted a few things with him in recent weeks, but Billy Mitchell was immense. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So it's I suppose Millwall are just kind of one of those teams that are just waiting for the season to end as much as anything else, pick up as many points as they can, see where they end up. Um, you know, a miracle really needed for them to make the playoffs, you'd imagine. But you know, if they can keep winning, who knows? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You never know. Never know. Move on to a team then that have had a very good week, which is Luton Town, um, beating Forest here one nil. You know, they had the great comeback win over Sheffield Wednesday before that. Uh, Forest very unlucky in this one, but again, it's one of these we see it in the championship all the time. Dominate the game, load of chances, don't score, you lose. Yeah, that that was kind of the way it was. Um, Knockout was really good again for them. Today. He set yeah. up two chances for Murray, one chance for Lolly, Lolly and yeah. Murray. Really, I don't know how Murray. Taken. I don't know how Murray missed that. He really should have taken at least one of those chances, if not there was, one in, like there was one in particular that he should have scored. Yeah, and it's. Uh, and they were made to pay for it. They faded a little in the second half. And Luton, like you always say, a team who were out of it, they'll have that little 10-15 minute spell of their own. Luton had that. And in that spell, they did manage to score um, through Tunnicliffe. Forrest, though, they're unhappy to lose, but it's only the third time I think they've lost in 16 games. Yeah. And they've been a lot better. So they'll probably put it down to just an off day where they didn't take their chances. Yeah. And for Luton, two big wins. And that those two wins now should secure them in the championship for next year. Yeah. 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 That was the goal at the start of the season, not to go down. So I they're definitely delighted. Oh, they're happy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I suppose Forrest, that's all Forrest can do really is they can just put it down to a bad, bad day where they didn't take their chances. You know, it's not like they played poorly in this one, they just didn't finish. Yeah, yeah, it happens. It happens, and as you say, look, we've seen Hewitt's got him playing good football. Now I'm looking forward to what he does next season. With you know, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be transfer funds. Look, we we don't know what's going to happen because obviously there's no money coming in with fans, and I don't know how clubs are actually surviving. Obviously, there's a government thing there in place and stuff. But look, if Hewitt has um, a budget next season, you could be sure he's going to do some. Yeah, 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 and I suppose hanging on to the likes of Knockhart as well are going to be vital for him because yeah. he's been very good in the last few weeks. And again, uh, midweek there, he was very, very good, very dangerous. Mm. Um, down the way, to uh, Reading, Reading and Blackburn. Uh, George Puskas came back into the Reading side, been out for a few weeks. I was, reading, there. I was reading about Blackburn there, they haven't won a game since January. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's an awful run they're on. Um, yeah. Puskas with the goal, huge win for Reading, I suppose, in their quest to stay in those playoff places. They'd lost their previous three home games, so important to get back to winning ways at home. Yeah. Um, neither side created a lot of openings, a lot of shots off target that weren't great. Uh, Brereton had a few shots that were saved, not a lot really. Uh, Blackburn played pretty well, and again, kind of like Derby, they, suddenly they can't score goals, Blackburn it seems. Yeah, yeah, it's there. It's it's. I don't know how. Like you, know, you look at Armstrong and Harvey at up front, and like uh, Redditson, You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's similar to Liverpool. Like and I know I'm referring to Premier League football, but like you have a three up front that are capable of scoring against anyone, and they're not. So does that come down to you know the midfield? Like Corey Evans is always putting a great shift. You know, Joe Rotwell is brilliant. Like you know what I mean? Defensively, they're good. You know what I mean? You just don't know what what you know what I mean is is. Is there some sort of a Hindu? Is it the fan factor? Is it something else? You know what I mean? Like Armstrong and Elliot, to yeah. me, can be the two standout strikers in, in the championship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're not firing. And it's 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 frustrating when you know what they, what they can do, you know? Very frustrating. 
I think I think a lot of teams, I think they copped it. We saw it in the Coventry game and they'd seen it, a few other teams do it to Blackburn who'd frustrated them. They've stopped defending high up against Blackburn. They've stopped giving Armstrong his biggest strength, which is running off the yeah. shoulder defenders. By just dropping that five, ten yards deeper, you really limit what he can bring to uh, to Reading. Now, obviously, they have to push forward um, if they were going for a goal. So it's it's one of those where Blackburn kind of need to score the first goal in the match. And if yeah, they yeah. don't, they seem to be really struggling. Yeah, I just can't put my finger on it, lads, because they were so exciting at yeah. the start of the season. Obviously, Elliot came in. Like, and Elliot's been immense for him. Yeah. Armstrong has been immense, but they're just got about twenty goals this season. You reckon yeah. the manager could go and no? all? I don't know. I think I like on the message boards on Twitter and that kind of thing, which you can never take too seriously. A lot of fans seem to want him to go, but then a lot yeah. of fans seem to to be happy enough with him there as well. Um, I suppose they have to look at where they if, are. If you think about like their former Premier League winners, yeah, yeah, long, long time ago though. Um, yeah. But, I mean, they're probably going to lose Armstrong in the summer. Yeah. You have to, Steve, you'd have to say it yourself, right? Like, we've we seen how good Blackburn were, right? They were, they were scoring four, five, six in the games, right? So, for a manager to be sacked, there's definitely um, a Terry behind that because of the fact they've been on so much of a bad drought. Does that mean the manager's lost the dressing room? Is it something to do with the players? Like you, 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 you know what I mean. The argument to be sacked is definitely there. I think you know it I mean? could be a thing where they they know they can't reach the playoffs and they know they're not going to get relegated. Yeah, it's one of those kind of strange situations where it, it's a case too where Armstrong next time out scores two goals and suddenly he gets another seven or eight before the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's just no confidence in the players, especially when they go a goal down, the heads drop, and like Phil said, they're like, "Well, what's the point? We're not making the playoffs." Yeah. And maybe it's the maybe it's the disappointment of being caught adrift from the playoffs, where it looked like they were going to be able to put a run together and and make that. And maybe you know they're feeling a bit sorry for themselves. But again, like you said, that's on the manager then to lift the players and exactly. get them well, playing well. You're 15, 15 points off uh, sixth place with a game in hand. So look, any, anything could happen in a championship. They yeah. could really want that run again with the last ten games or whatever's left. But yeah, it's 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 you know for them to be sitting fifth. After the first couple of months is a shock, um, and you know what I mean. There's, there's something obviously wrong. It, it must be the confidence factor. Like you know what I mean. We're seeing it at a lot of big clubs at the moment where they're just not confident. So it, it has to be. You know what I mean. It has to be something. That, and as you said, Steve, you know what I mean. They are being so stout as well. Like, you know what I mean. Obviously they're not tactically. They're being they're being absorbed, and and teams know how to attack them now. You know and that's that's a big factor. You need to change something fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Teams are just saying, look, we're going to take this weapon away from you, show us something different. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, they just haven't been able to for the most part. Um, you know, and I think that's where they get a lot of goals. If they can take the lead, then the other team in chasing an equaliser are going to leave that space for Armstrong in behind. And that's where he can kill them on the break. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Big game of midweek, Wednesday, Norwich Brentford. Um, Norwich with that. Good game, a good game. And it was one of those, I think if Brentford were playing anybody else, they probably win the match. Yeah, there's a lot um, of chances. A lot of chances. Um, Norwich, very, very good. They looked very good in it. Uh, Beneda with the goal after 26 minutes. And Norwich, you know, they they could have had a few more. Pookie had a few good chances. Canis and Tony had a few chances for Brentford. 
Um, it was just a good, good game. But Norwich, if they go up, and it looks like they will know, I think even Frank after the match was saying that uh, they, they should. And he said, look, that's not mine games. He said, they're 10 points clear. Yeah. And they're yeah. playing really well. Um, yeah. So they should go up. And if Norwich do, in fact, go up automatically, like these 1-0 wins, these little 2-0 wins, or 2-1 wins they've had all season long, yeah. winning yeah. by the odd goal. I mean, they've had so many of them where other teams have drawn those matches. Yeah. He's a great yeah. manager, Farrakh. I think he's brilliant. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? They 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 took a chance last season in the Premier League by not spending much money. Yeah. But you yeah. they kept a lot of players. And as you yeah. say, Pookie, Pookie's been brilliant this season. He's got a lot of younger players hungry. And and it's the perfect game plan, you know what I mean, towards the championship this season. They set out a plan to get one little wins, two one wins, and it's worked, you know what I mean? Ten I, points clear. I think if they come up, they have to buy another forward. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but the, the couple of things. Hanley as well, I don't say in that game, was immense at the back for Norwich. Oh, brilliant. He was very, very good. But yeah. other than that, this is essentially the same squad that got promoted two seasons ago. Yeah. yeah. So they know how to do it. They've done it before. They've come up through the championship before. And that must help as well, that these players have done it before. Um, like I said, for Brentford, it's not like Brentford played badly. And I do think they beat any other team. Yeah. Yeah, and Norwich was very good, but it's going to be some fight now between Brentford, Swansea, and Watford for that Watford. second automatic spot. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's going to be great. You worry, you worry for Brentford if they don't get the second spot because a playoff can, you know, can go anywhere at all. Like you know what I mean? But it's, um, I'm hoping Brentford get the second spot, you know, and then obviously we have a fair playoff. Um, but yeah, anything can happen. You know what I mean? It's 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 the championship, but Norwich have been brilliant, and sometimes I hate saying it, you know what I mean? Because you know they've they've grinded out them one little wins, but look. Three points or three points, you know what I mean? And there's teams out there crying exactly. from so it's it's yeah. fair play. Exactly. And where, where you finish where you finish in those playoffs spots as well can be, you know, yeah, good true. or bad. Like you finish third, obviously you play the team who are sixth, which could be the likes of a Reading who are in bad form but just hang on, or it could be a Barnsley who are in flying form. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's 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 so it's it's all the playoffs are just so dangerous a route to try and get promotion through because you know you just don't know who you're gonna get. Exactly. I, I I celebrate the playoffs in the championship. I always watch them, you know, all the legs. You know what I mean? It's 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 it's, it's as good as a Champions League final in my eyes. You know what I mean? Even the way they celebrate, like you know what I mean? It's it's immense. Pity there's going to be no fans there to share. But as you mm-hmm. say, lads, it, it's sixth, sixth and third. Or you know what I mean? We've often see teams placed in sixth go up to the mm-hmm. Premier League. You know what I mean? It's it's just it's mad. Anything can happen, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. And plus, if you have like, if you look at those teams, if you look at Brentford, you look at Swansea, you look at uh, Watford. I mean, if you say one of them will get second, one of them will be, you know, has a good chance of winning the playoffs. That means one of them doesn't go up. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's going to be sickening. And then also, like I said, you have the likes of Bournemouth, you have Reading, you have Barnsley, you have Cardiff. Any of them could also win the playoffs. So you could end up with two out of those three that don't end up going up. Yeah, I think I think a footballer's dream is to see, and I don't mean no disrespect to Watford now and and you know what yeah. I mean? but like it'd be great to see Burnsley in that playoff and you know I mean someone like you know what I mean Millwall, you know what I mean obviously we'll probably end up at Watford, Swansea, Bournemouth and and maybe Cardiff City, you know what I mean? But it'd be great to see Burnsley, you know what I mean, Bristol, it'd be great to see four different teams fighting for that playoff. And you know, yeah. we might get it someday, but I, I I personally reckon two teams that are in that top six right now will drop out. Yeah. Burnsley are on the hunt. You know, they have a game in hand. They can actually overtake Redden, I think. You know what I mean? So it's... it's. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So it's, uh, they're, they're flying it. Move on. So two Barnsley, I suppose, while we're talking about them. Uh, a good win away from home uh, against QPR side, who were, you know, up and down form again lately um, after being on a good run. But six wins now in a row for Barnsley. And the last time they did that in the championship was when it was the old second division. And it was between May and September 1921. So That's 100 great. years Mental. since they last won six games in a row. Yeah, and of course, probably the longest run they've had since they went off to the Premier League that time. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. A hundred years since they last won six games in a row in the Championship. Crazy. Um, good value for the win this one as well. Take their chances really well. Um, kind of reminded you of what Reading were like early in the season. It was that kind of a win where they were just clinical in front of goal. Yeah. Um, that, I, man, I actually really, really love the manager. He's, even his press conferences after the games. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, everyone is flying it. Dyke uh, headed home from Moat. Connor Moat was brilliant. Yeah, he's very uh, good. Uh, their lead only lasted three minutes. Barbet hit a shot. It was parried out. Austin really couldn't miss. It was a tap-in, basically, with the keeper after making the save. Um, and then Moat made it uh, 2-1 from a wonderful free kick. Really was a great goal. And yeah. they just looked like they weren't going to lose after that. Um, and then a wonderful ball from Wood again put through Morris who was on as a sub to make a 3 1 and uh, give Barnsley their best winning run in 100 years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love seeing I love seeing I think I think he's done an amazing yeah. job. I mean, in terms of QPR, they were just beaten by a side that wanted it a bit more. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't like QPR were awful. They missed a few chances, especially when it was nil nil. QPR had the chance to maybe go one or two goals up and didn't take them. But as soon as Moat got their second and Barnsley were 2-1 up, they just looked like they were never going to lose that one. But yeah. what a run yeah. they're on. 100 years since they've done it before. And they you know, they really, really could make the playoffs. And if they're in this kind of form, you wouldn't fancy them. Or no. fancy playing them, rather. Exactly, yeah. I even, I even think the top two teams will fare. They'll do damage to their, to their automatic promotions. Barnsley have been brilliant since the new manager came in and I really hope they end up in the Premier League. I really do. I think it'd be a fairy tale. I, I remember at the time we were questioning it, like what, what's he going to do? Is, or, do you know what I mean? When he came in. Yeah. Yeah, it's mad. And as you say, imagine they end up in the Premier League. It'd just be brilliant. Like, you know what I mean? They're, the way it would come up the table. It'd be something like Roy Keane done at Sunderland when he came in and took over. Like, you know what I mean? They went on a massive win streak and Roy Keane got him promoted. But like, it'd be, it'd be brilliant. And as you say, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's exciting times for this Barnsley team. You know what I mean? They're playing with nothing to lose, as you, yeah. as we say every show. You know what I mean? And that's that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Basically, and yeah. like Moat has been so important to them all season. And anyone watching the game the other night will see why he was outstanding. We'll move on so to uh, Watford against Wickham here. Um, Watford won the teams obviously chasing that second spot in the table. Two goals from Andre Gray, and first time he scored two in a game in nearly four years now. So if they can get him getting goals, that'll be vital for their running. Yeah. Um, another one of these for Wickham though when they were 1-0 down Wheeler scored only for it to be deemed offside it was close uh, huh? very what? close it was very close but it's, it's they, they just never seem to get the decisions go for them the yeah. close ones always seem to be going against them this season um, Watford should have won this by 5 they should have they should have um, a really nice pass for Gray's second one from Zickernagel as well and yeah. um, I suppose. Watford kind of just solved the game when it was 2-0 Wickham. Yeah. I think they'll say themselves it wasn't their best performance of the season. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And Watford are level on points now with Brentford and in their next four games, I think they play Forest this weekend and then they play the three teams that are immediately above Wickham in the table. 
That's so it. they're playing, what is that, Sheffield Wednesday, uh, Rotherham and Birmingham. Yeah. So Encouraging. Encouraging. That's Watford's next four games. So they'll be, like, if they're serious about second, those are four games they have to win. They can't lose points. You know, as, as good as form as, like, Rotherham can be in and as good as Forest are, those are games that Watford, if they want to get that second spot, have to win. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, if they drop points to Wednesday in Birmingham, they might as well just fold the club. <laughs> well, Sheffield Wednesday, however, no manager, so you never know. You never know. You never know. Um, we'll get to them in a minute. But uh, yeah, I suppose it's, it's really, like we talked about it earlier, it's really shaping up for a nice battle for the playoffs, nice battle for those uh, those uh, top two spots as well, other than Norwich, who we've said all season they're the favourites and they look like they're running away with it, so. You know, it'd be a disaster now, really, for Norwich to drop out of those top two spots. It would be. I, I can't see that happening. No, the form they're in as well, it's it's unlikely. Like, they'd have to basically lose six games, probably. The manager's pretty much congratulated on my not going off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was very quick to point out, it's not mine games, I'm not trying to put pressure on them. He said, but, like, they're playing well and they have a 10-point lead. And there is 46 games, isn't there, in the championship? 46 games, yeah, so... So there's still another 14 games left. 14 games left, but they'd probably need to lose six or seven of those to drop out yeah. of the top two spots. That and one. I can't see that happening. Um, so we move on then to Bristol City, um, who've been in good form with their two wins back-to-back against Bournemouth, who badly needed a win. Very important win for Bournemouth in this one. Very scrappy win. Um, like we said, they'll need to win ugly a few times. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth and they certainly did their Bristol um, State 12th after their back-to-back wins Pearson, I would be absolutely raging at that first goal yeah 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 um, yeah we'll talk about that there in a second so Bar- uh, Bournemouth move on to sixth Barnsley chasing them down Cardiff chasing them down Barnsley obviously have a game in hand and um, Bentley is the goalkeeper you're on about for that goal. He's been in decent form and he made a few good saves early on from Kelly and Lerma. Um, you know, Bristol started well also. They had chances. Begovic kept it nil-nil before Hunt found um, Bakinson and he had a fired home to give Bristol the lead. But then is the one you're on about where the man should be disappointed. A, a shot from out of nowhere from Stanislas. So far out. And the keeper basically just knocked it into his own net. Yeah, and it like, wasn't like there was players around him. It's like he brought it behind. Oh, is that the, it? Like he brought it behind the lines. Yeah, it was, yeah. And I mean, it was it was crazy because there was no pressure on him. It's not like there were players in on top of him, and yeah. um, there was just nobody around him. It was an absolute howler. And he'd been playing so well in the game up until then, yeah. and you know, he just gave Bournemouth a goal. Um. You know, and then the winner was even scrap. Well, it wasn't a, a mistake as such, but it was not great. Like the ball came off Carter Vickers and got a flick onto it, but I don't think he knew anything about it. All right. uh, moving along, so Sheffield Wednesday, Rotherham, Darren Moore's first game in charge. He took over on Monday. Yeah, I didn't uh, even get that until yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't uh, go to plan, really. Smith headed Rotherham into a first half lead. Then got himself sent off after a tattle with Warner. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday, you know, they tried, they pushed hard, they got a leveler through an, uh, um, an Olusundo G. There go, that, um, was that was very funny. 
it was kind of unlucky that the, the way it deflected all it's going to go down as an own goal like but you know yeah. it was one of those where it was just an instinctive reaction yeah it was past his own keeper um one all then with about eight minutes to go and it looked like Wednesday we're going to go on and win it playing against 10 men and then out of absolutely nowhere Ladipo with an unbelievable strike yeah and yeah. it uh, closes the gap um great strike for the winner for Rotherham and that win closes the gap now between uh, Birmingham Coventry to three points and I think they're five points behind Huddersfield and they have two games in hand over all of them so, so yeah. they have a chance yeah. if they can win those games in hand to really climb out of trouble a bit. But if they even won one of them, they'd really be giving themselves a chance to stay up. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah. And exact same problem the last time they were in the championship. Yeah. I mean, if they do stay up, that's some goal to, to get them the three points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They've been pretty all season, Steve. Like, you know, I mean, they, like Rotherham have been fairly unlucky. As you said, he had a lot of injuries. Alvin Benny was one of their key players. He's been out for half, pretty much three quarters of the season. Um, you know what I mean? They're, they're fighting, you know what I mean? They're fighting to the last, you know what I mean, for these wins. And as you said, they still have the games in hand. So I think, you know, if rather than stay up, it'll be well-deserved. And, you know, I'd like to see him stay up, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree, I agree. Um, it would be great, it would be great. And if them and Coventry could stay up, it would be amazing to have two of the three teams. Would be, because I think, you know, Wickham are doomed at this stage, really. Like, I mean, they'll keep fighting, but yeah, it's going to take an awful lot for them to climb out of it. They're gone, yeah. yeah. So it would be nice if, if two of the other three teams that came up stay in there, but hopefully one of them will at least. Um, so, yeah. So we, what about Darren Moore before we move on, actually? A good appointment for Wednesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Like, even if they don't, even if they do go down, he knows the league down below. Yeah, do you think that was part of their thinking? And like, he's a manager that's been linked with a lot of jobs in Championship. Was part of their thinking that kind of safety net of this guy knows League One if yeah. we do go down. Definitely. And it, uh, yeah, like it he, be... he was very, very unfairly treated at West Brom. Yeah, he really was. Because he kind of took the, the blame for the, the people who were there before him. Yeah. Um, you know, and there wasn't much he could do. But yeah, it'll be interesting. And I suppose they have a manager there that if they do go down, they'll be confident they can come back up again straight away. Yeah. Yeah, he's a great manager. Like, you know what I mean? There's no, um, personally, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? I think he could have done a lot better than Sheffield Wednesday, given the position they're in. He could have probably gone to a, to a team higher up in the table. But yeah. Obviously, they're looking at that. Like, if they do get ready to get to League One, obviously, Darren knows the league so well now because he's been there. Yeah. Um, and, do you know what I mean? It's obviously a plan that's probably in process. If they can stay up, then obviously, they've they've got Darren to, to keep him up there next year as well. Like, you know, but, you know, Wednesday have just been unlucky. Look, they, they've obviously had a bad start to the season with the point deductions and a lot yeah. of uncertainty at the club. You know, no fans doesn't help. So, yeah. 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 Absolutely. So yeah, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, end to the season down the relegation zone as well. Um, but we'll move finally back up towards the top of the table for Swansea, two one win over Stoke. Um, IU with the winner, ninety sixth minute penalty after Jack Clark was adjudged to have tripped Kyle Norton. And um, Stoke had gone through ahead. Uh, Nick Powell, who's great goal scoring for him this season, it seems. Um, Connor Roberts leveled with a fine volley and um, Michael O'Neill was absolutely fuming yeah well it was nice. yeah I mean he was not shy about it 
No, like yeah. like the player was nowhere near him. Like he even had his hands like this, and he still went yeah. down. Yeah, like um, 100%. yeah, it was. I mean, he was Michael O'Neill was not happy, and you can see why he wasn't happy. It gives Swansea a much needed window. I think they had they lost two of their previous three games or something yeah, along that. Needed it badly. Yeah, they're fourth in the table now, two games in hand on the three sides who are above them. While uh, Stoke hit the woodwork twice as well, remain 11th. Um, they definitely deserve more. I know Fletcher had a great chance as well that he should have done better with. Um, I don't know. Swansea got the win, and you know, they'll feel they're in with a good shot at second place with those games in hand. But again, they weren't brilliant yesterday, they just escaped with the win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, as I said, they are very strong, like you know what I mean. Um, like Connor Roberts is brilliant, Corey Smith, like, and even Connor Horan on the bench, like, was a bit strange. Obviously, he's a bit tired, he's playing so many games and stuff, but he came on around the 70 minute mark, and obviously, he just he was solid. But yeah, you know, you, you have to say, Swansea are looking good to maybe break into that, that second spot, you know, with the two games in hand. Um, time will tell, obviously, you know, I mean, we want to see Brentford go up into the Premier League, but look, Swansea can really uh jeopardize that if they keep playing the way they are, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, Stoke will probably feel they did enough to win the game yesterday. It was one of those yeah. ones. And they hit the barrier, like, as well, twice. Twice, yeah. And Fletcher had a great chance that he'd usually take. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was an interesting one, strange one. But like we said, it's going to make it very interesting up at the top. Stoke are one of those teams now that kind of need a mini miracle to make the playoffs. So they're, you know, it's they going to be one of those. Two points could cost Stoke the playoffs. Yeah. And it's, it's like you said, they're 11th, so there's a number of teams above them as well. Yeah. So they're, in danger, yeah. Yeah, they're in danger of falling into that kind of like Blackburn, like you said, Phil, where it's like, well, we probably won't make the playoffs, we're not going to be relegated, yeah. and you've got to find motivation somewhere in there. Yeah. You know, and that, that can be tough, that can be tough, especially the last four or five games of the season. I mean, you're a bit out still. But, you know, when there's four or five games left, if, if you're in that situation, it's very hard to motivate those players. Yeah, oh, totally. Because they're thinking of their summer holidays already, which, yeah. you know, maybe they, yeah. they really do deserve really their summer holidays, but there you go. Um, so that's it. Look back to midweek games. Um, did you have a favourite goal? I think the free kick, apparently. Woodrow, yeah, good one. Um. I think uh, I'll give it to just because it was such an important goal to Ladipo's one for Rodro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll go for the free kick as well, definitely. Barnsley's free kick. Yeah. And the best kind of team display of the week? Barnsley. He said Cardiff, but I say Barnsley. Yeah, yeah, I think it could be either of those, really. I think I'll go with, with Cardiff for the 4 0. Um, look pretty solid. The player of the week? Uh, Moyes. Moyes, yeah, I think I'd probably be the same. I thought he was outstanding. Um, yeah. Like I said, Henley, the back for um, Norwich was very good as well. But... Yeah, I'm going to say Andre Gray at Watford. He was brilliant. Yeah, two goals for the first time in four years. Probably deserves it. And any shocks this week? Um, not really, no. Not really. I don't think so. I think um, prediction wise, we have to yeah, there wasn't really many that you would call shock shocks. I suppose, if anything, maybe Luton winning away from home. Yeah. Because they don't do that very often. Luton yeah. scoring yeah. away from home is almost a shock this season. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that game, yeah. I suppose. I think that was their eighth or ninth goal away from home all season or something like that for Luton. 
they don't score many. But uh, again, not a shock result, so it's not too many. So tonight's game, Huddersfield up against Cardiff. McCarthy has signed the new deal. Huddersfield are in awful form. Cardiff are in great form. Easy win for Huddersfield, so I'm assuming. Yeah, but Huddersfield. <laughs> Huddersfield 2-1. Sack, sack the manager. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, on paper, it has to be Cardiff, but it's one of those where you just get that feeling. Yeah, no, I'd say Cardiff will take it 1 0. I'd say they'll get the 1 0 win. Yeah, it's it's a hard one to call. It really is. Um, back to the odds, right? Huddersfield yeah. are 3 to 1. Yeah, but it's like you said, it's got everything going for them. They're not in great form the last couple of games, but they had a good win a few weeks ago against a good team in Swansea. Cardiff have just given McCarthy a two-year deal, so that's usually when you then lose the next one. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like, yeah, he might. Yeah, it's a hard, it's a tough one. It could be a draw, but I, I reckon I'm going to say Huddersfield. I'm going to say Huddersfield. I'll go with Jerry. I think Cardiff just scrape it. I think McCarthy, uh, even the new contract won't stop the run they're on. Big games then Saturday. No Sunday games this week, so everyone plays Saturday while everyone else plays Saturday. Game Watford yeah. is a Watford, the twelve o'clock game. Yeah, Watford Nottingham Forest is the early kickoff on Saturday. The game that'll be on Sky. Um, how do you see that one going? Watford at home for me, anyway. Four 0 to Watford. Yeah, I actually think yeah, I think they'll beat them as well. Half twelve kickoff, yeah. yeah the team then in going really really well. Barnsley against Birmingham. Barnsley at home to Birmingham. Barnsley. I, I have to say Barnsley. I mean, there's going to be a shock. We know I, that in one of these results. Birmingham. Yeah. You pick this out as your the shock for this one. Oh yeah. Um there's one of the games, there's always one that just throws up a mad surprise for you. And that could be it, but I think it'll be Barnsley. Uh, Brentford home to Rotherham. Rotherham's gonna win that, I'm telling you. Yeah, that, yeah, I have to go for Brentford at home. I go for Brentford as well, but I it won't surprise me if they lost. No, no. Again, that could be that's a potential shock in, in the waiting there as well. Um now, Brentford have lost four of the last six games, so it's not like they're in flying form. Uh, Bristol City, QPR, a game, two teams that are kind of up and down. Could really Bristol, go anywhere. Bristol City. Yeah. I'm going to say a draw, 1-1. One, one. Yeah, I think I'll go with Bristol City at home as well in this one. But this is the kind of game where if it was 3-0 Bristol City, you'd say fair enough. If it was 3-0 QPR, you'd say fair enough. Yeah. I mean, it could literally go either way, depending on who shows up in the day. Um, Coventry home to Derby, big game down at the bottom again. Coventry, Coventry, yeah, yeah. I think Coventry are going to sneak this one. Is on there? I don't know why. That means put the house on Derby if we're all going for Coventry. <laughs> um, Millwall home to Blackburn Rovers, two teams that are kind of floating in mid table. Blackburn to get the win finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah Blackburn. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean Millwall are good at the back, but this is the one where their defence might fall apart. Blackburn score a few goals. Maybe like a 3-1 Blackburn in this one. Uh, Norwich, home to Luton. Um, draw, 1-1. Norwich for you, Phil. Yeah, draw for Jerry. I think Norwich myself as well. Luton, just despite the win midweek, they don't travel very well this season. Uh, Preston, home to Bournemouth. I mean, mm. what Preston are going to show up? Yeah, that's a tough one. What Bournemouth are going to show up? Uh, I reckon... Preston. Yeah, it's a it's a potential like tough game for Bournemouth, given you know who Cardiff are playing, who Barnsley are playing. Yeah, you know, Bournemouth. Reading are playing. You know, yeah. Bournemouth three. 
3-1 Bournemouth. I think this could be a draw, which you know wouldn't do either team great, really. But there you go. Uh, Reading, Sheffield Wednesday. Big chance for Reading to get three more points. But this is where Reading. This is where Reading might have a bit of a decline. De- yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. had a chance to work with Wednesday a bit longer. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. I think, but I think just to be different, I'll go with Reading to scrape through. Uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Wednesday play under more. Now that he's had a, like almost a week to work with him. Stoke City, home to Wickham. Milan. Milan, yeah. There's, there's got to be one. I, I might go 1 0 Stoke, their classic, with Wickham having three goals disallowed. Yeah, I'd say Milan as well. Um, and finally, then Swansea, who uh, you know got a good win, like we said, even though it's great, but a tough game for them against Borough, who are chasing promotion. Could be a good Trin- one, that one. Train to the Borough. Yeah, I'd be surprised. They are going to be the same. They're going to win Borough. I think Borough might win as well. Of course, their manager is a Cardiff City legend, so he'll he'll love nothing more than to go and beat Swansea. Have a bit of that, mate. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. We'll leave it there, guys, and we'll be back with all the weekend games when uh, we'll see how, how right and how wrong our predictions were. Um, thanks for listening and, uh, you know, and continuing to support us. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank you.